Devoid of Space is a space horror anthology. The content of these episodes may not be for everyone, so please listen with care. This episode contains no content warnings. It had been a good morning for Maria Harris. It was not going to be a good afternoon. Her job aboard Mordred Station as a partnership compatibility consultant for the Central Authority of Independent Investigations was rewarding. She had a real passion for it, took real pride in finding the right fit for a new, bereaved or abandoned investigator. She knew from experience that it was hard and lonely work. This was why, despite the fact that investigators were not technically required to work in pairs or groups, whenever someone walked into the CAII alone, Maria did her damnedest to make absolutely sure they did not leave alone. Nothing brought her greater joy than to see someone leave with not just a partner, but a partner they could rely on. Today, she was not going to get her wish. And she knew it. She'd forgotten what day it was. Lucian Valentine, sole employee and owner of the Orion Detective Agency, had just checked in. He always showed up for his consultations like clockwork, had never missed a single one in the 24 years he had been working in the field. If he had, she might have at least been able to flag him to the compliance team and had him sent away for a mandatory mental health evaluation. But he always showed up on time. And he always left alone. According to some of her older colleagues, he had at least tried to hire on partners in the early years of the Orion Detective Agency. None had lasted long, and all of them had said the same thing. Despite what his dedication to pursuing justice for the lost and the missing would suggest, when it came to actually having to interact with the living, 
it seemed as though Lucian Valentine simply hated everyone. He showed up for his consultations, ran his interview docket, and then submitted a list of technically admissible excuses as to why he couldn't possibly hire on any of them as a partner. It drove Maria well and truly insane. Oh! Uh, hey? As a former investigator, it wasn't common for people to catch Maria by surprise. Void, where did you come from? The door? I'm in the right place, right? You're Miss Harris? I am. What can I do for you? The lady at the desk told me to come see you about Lucian Valentine? Lucian Valentine? Oh. Are you hoping to interview for a partnership with him? That's the plan, yeah. The candidate was young, no older than 25, and had a slightly tousled, free-spirited look to them that Maria knew instinctively would put them on the wrong side of Lucian's opinion from the moment he set eyes on them. May I see your qualifications? Uh, I think she said she'd already sent them over. You don't have any extra credentials? No. Should I? That was a bad sign. It meant the kid was either fresh out of an academy or, and she had a hunch this was the case, had simply walked into the CAII after passing their evaluations, hoping to be made an apprentice. No, don't worry about it. Alright, Felix, I'm looking at your test scores here. And it seems like you did pretty well with field protocol, legal precedent, lots of case knowledge, which is great. But your evaluator called you innovative, but unfocused. Would you say that's an accurate description? Uh, yeah. Yeah, maybe. It's honestly nicer than what I thought he was going to say. <laughs> I think you'd be surprised. Mordecai's less of a hard-ass than he likes people to think. Okay. Felix, I need you to shoot straight with me. Did you come here hoping to interview for Lucian specifically? Yeah. She'd had a hunch. Showing up on Mordred Station the day Lucian was due for his partnership consultation was too tidy a coincidence. The question, ultimately, was how she was going to change their mind. Roger that. I'm going to shoot straight right back at you. Lucian's not going to hire you. You've got a better chance of breathing void. Honestly, your credentials are so bare, you're going to have a hard time landing a partnership with anyone in the C-A-I-I right now. But I think you have real potential. We get lots of stiffs in this line of work. Lots of senior investigators get too bound up in precedent. Stop being able to think outside the box. There's a real need for people who can jump the track and look at things from a different angle. 
I think you'd be really good for some of our older operators. With all of that in mind, I'm gonna give you some pamphlets on training courses and official avenues for apprenticeship, okay? There are also bursaries available if you require financial assistance. You can talk to Nora at the desk about it. She'll give you what you need. I really do think you have a future here. Just probably not starting today. So I can't interview for Lucian Valentine? Felix, he's not going to hire you. You get that, right? Never know unless you try. Felix, Lucian, he's... He's an incredible detective. I understand why you might idolize him. He's phenomenally good at what he does. And he does some incredible work. That case on Dispatch Orbital 991 couldn't have been anyone else. And can I be honest with you? I think you'd be great for him. I think he could use someone like you. But you're never going to convince him of that. He passes over candidates with qualifications that could get them hired on as Martian Crown Investigators. It's not that you're not good enough. It's that he's decided he doesn't want a partner. At this point, I've spent almost a decade trying to change his mind. And he never budges. He's not waiting for the right candidate. He comes in, planning to leave alone. I don't want you to get your hopes up. It's just not gonna happen for you. I'm sorry. If he's not gonna hire anyone anyway, will you still let me sit for an interview with him? I mean, it doesn't make a difference, right? That was, Maria realized, a remarkably salient point. Since Lucian wasn't going to hire them either way, Felix's qualifications genuinely did not matter. What they were suggesting was something she'd been tempted to do before, but had never been able to justify to herself. She'd never been able to convince herself it was fair to the candidate whose time was being wasted. But Felix was giving her permission to do just that. I'll put you in his queue. You're fifth on the docket, okay? Oh, and... Hey. Try not to tell him you're a fan, okay? He'll roll right over you if you do. He can be a bit nasty about stuff like that. Lucian Valentine was having a good day. The first and second candidates had been easy to write off. Lack of experience was an unimpeachable excuse for a refusal. The third had been highly qualified, but similarly easily dismissed. She was still formally employed by one of his peers, 
and he had the right to refuse on the ground that her partner hadn't yet secured a replacement for her. The fourth had been a little tougher. She was experienced, qualified, intelligent, and hungry. She'd fight the refusal. He could tell. He'd have to claim it was an issue of incompatible personalities. While refusals on this basis were allowed, it was an excuse he'd used often enough in the past that the woman who handled his consultations would kick her feet if he used it now. She'd start bombarding him with pamphlets on complimentary social development courses and interpersonal communications training again. Ah, such was life. The fifth candidate looked promising. At a glance, they were nothing remarkable. Young, a bit unkempt, and rather good-looking in a dreamy, far-off sort of way. Which was to say, to Lucian's eye, that they looked more than a bit gormless. That was good. With any luck, they'd give him no trouble at all. Please, sit down. You know who I am, I assume. Uh, I mean, probably. Should I? It was such a bizarre reaction that Lucian paused. It felt like a lie, but he couldn't for the life of him figure out what it was they were trying to lie about. You most definitely should. You do realize you're applying for a position that would require you to be alone with me in complete isolation for long periods at a time, don't you? Sure. Sure? You... Are you in the habit of getting into vehicles with strangers? Uh... It was at this point that Lucian realized he didn't know the candidate's name. Ordinarily... Candidates had the good manners to introduce themselves, relieving him of the need of actually having looked at their applications in advance. He bought theirs up on the tablet, feeling rather hard done by. That can't be right. This says you've neither the experience nor the training necessary to qualify you to sit for an interview with a senior investigator. <sighs> it's clearly bugged. No, that's... that's right. I'm sorry. What? She made some sort of exception for me? A cold, dark calm washed over Lucian. Ah, I see. He knew what had happened. She padded his cue. Rather than waste the time of a qualified candidate she knew he wouldn't hire... She'd made an exception and allowed an incompetent to waste his time instead. How thrilling. I've been made the butt of a joke. I suppose you wandered in off the main thoroughfare one day and asked to be a detective, did you? Obediently ran in circles for them until they decided you were good enough. What? No. Hmm. <laughs> so... It's hero worship, is it? You're a particular fan of someone. You are hoping you might charm your way into being made the apprentice of an idol. Well, 
Let's have it then. Cordy? Mbozu? Park? Who is it? Nothing? I won't tell on you if that's what you're worried about. <laughs> I don't believe I said anything funny. I'd very much like to be privy to the punchline, if you please. Uh, sorry, there, uh, there isn't one. And yet I cannot bring myself to believe you. Sorry. You don't seriously expect that I'm going to hire you, do you? Why not? Are you complete? <sighs> All right. Tell me, Smoke. Do you know how investigations are conducted under the purview of the CAII? Is that something you have troubled yourself to become aware of? Yeah, for sure. I'm familiar with the protocols. I've followed a lot of cases. Which cases? Uh, a lot of cases. Enlighten me. Name one. N no. N no. Your prospective employer just asked you to provide evidence of your familiarity with the field in which you are attempting to be hired, and your answer is n no. So you might hire me. What? Out of everything I just said, what could have possibly given you that impression? You called yourself my prospective employer. What? I was speaking in hypotheticals. A hypothetical is still something you're considering. The boldness of their position left Lucian momentarily speechless. <sighs> Smoke. To call you underqualified for this position would imply your being in this room is not simply an error. And with that in mind, I would like you to tell me how it is exactly that you think I would ever deign to consider hiring the likes of you. Please. The floor is yours. Well... I mean, why not? I just told you why not. I'm asking you to tell me why I should. What is it that makes you think I would look at this behavior and say to myself, Aha! Lucian, here they are. This is the one. You're looking for a reason? I most certainly am. If you're looking for a reason to hire me, doesn't that mean you want to? In that moment, Lucian Valentine felt a bit like someone had hit him upside the head with a brick. What? If you weren't considering it, I think you probably would have just told me to leave by now. What kind of reason do you want? Are you... 
Are you trying to imply the burden of responsibility for proving your suitability for this position falls on me? What? Is that not what you're saying? No. No. Uh, I think what I was saying is more like, you want to hire me, but you can't figure out a way to justify it, you know? I am sure I don't. I swear, I feel like I'm losing my mind. I'm almost sure that's the same thing as what I said, but you've assaulted me with so much nonsense over the past five minutes that I can't quite tell anymore. Void! So... Are you going to hire me then? No! Absolutely not! Why would I? I mean, you could always fire me later. <laughs> no! But if you did... If I did... What? What are you trying to say? Out with it. That you could always fire me later, you know? If you felt like it. You say that like there could ever be a chance I wouldn't fire you. You say that like there's a chance you might hire me. I won't. Absolutely not. Don't you grin at me like that. I'm telling you the answer is no. Unless... No. You're absolutely ridiculous. You are a ridiculous creature coming in here expecting to be hired when you're not even qualified to investigate your navel. What is the matter with you? Hey, I mean, you could always fire me later. But you'd have to hire me first, so... And if I did, I would be just as ridiculous as you. <sighs> no. No. This has gone on quite long enough, I think. Please see yourself out. Thank you so very much for your time, Smoke. But I'm afraid that will be all. Felix. Lucian realized with some dismay that they did not seem to be getting up. What? My name, it's Felix. Call me Felix. Yes, very well. Felix, was there something you still needed? Can I call you Lucian? I don't see why not. Please understand. I simply can't hire you. Even if I wish to, I couldn't possibly. I can't. Imagine what Harris would say if I did. I mean, she sent me here. It was a hypothetical. I promise you, it wasn't. I am sure I asked you to leave a moment ago. Why are you still here? I don't think you want me to leave. And what precisely gives you that idea? I really feel like you'd just have called security on me by now if you were really sick of me. I... I... I shouldn't have to have you thrown out. 
I mean, you would, though. <laughs> uh, Felix, d do you want me to call security on you? Is that what you want? No. Then please. What is it? What do you want from me? He asked them the question knowing what their answer would be. The smile they gave him in response was the most pitiless thing he'd ever seen outside of a mirror. I want you to hire me. Lucian Valentine was taking longer than usual to complete his interviews. Maria Harris assumed that was the work of Carmela Mendoza, the fourth candidate. Carmela was a shark, and Maria had put her in Lucian's queue in the vain hope that he might bend in the face of her steely ambition. It wasn't an ideal partnership in terms of their personalities, but getting Lucian to agree to one partner meant she'd have an easier time getting him to agree to another, and the association would look good on Carmela's applications going forward, so she'd made her peace with it. When a brow-beaten and haggard-looking Lucian Valentine finally came scowling into her office, any triumph she might have felt was tempered by the realisation that this meant he'd never had his interview with Felix. It was, ultimately, probably for the better, she decided. It wasn't as though he would have hired them after all. What have I done to deserve this, Harris? Are you trying to ruin me? I'm just trying to do my job, Lucian. Took an awful long time in the interview room today. You got good news for me? Good news. As if this could be considered good news. I think you may have selected the wrong candidate. Oh, I most certainly agree. No, Lucian, this says you're hiring candidate five. Yes, that's correct. Camilla was candidate four. And Felix Smoke was candidate five. I am aware. Really, Harris, what on earth possessed you to put them in my queue? You're hiring Felix? Yes, I am. God help me. At least I can fire them later. It had been a good morning for Maria Harris. It was going to be a great afternoon. Devoid of Space is a space sci-fi horror anthology created and produced by Charlie Cruz O'Neill. It is an affiliate of Law of Names Media. You can find more information at devoidofspace.lawofnames.com or on our Twitter at Devoid of Space. This episode, A Good Morning and a Great Afternoon, was written, directed, and edited by Kale Brown. It features the voices of... Lucian Valentine was played by Vic Collins. Maria Harris 
is played by Charlie Cruz O'Neill. Felix Smoke is played by Cale Brown. The music was written by Michael Fleitag, and the logo was created by Cassie Cruz O'Neill. Remember, this space is anything but safe.